This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Have you been waiting for me? I've been waiting for you. My name is Denise Renner, and I welcome you to my program, Time with Denise Renner. We have been having amazing programs. I've had an amazing guest who has seen the power of God and the power of life greater than death. And we've been talking about that. And I can't wait to introduce you to her and the more testimonies that she has of how she's seen that resurrection power, the same resurrection power that's on the inside of you. Why would I say that? Because Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says that we have that power living in us, the very same, listen to that, friend, the very same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. That's amazing. If that is amazing. But that's the truth. That's the gospel. If you're a Christian, I'm telling you, you're power-packed. You are power-packed. I know you're sitting there going, I'm power-packed. Yes, you are. Absolutely. It's not about how good you are, how great you are. It's about how great and marvelous and magnificent and powerful that he is and that he brought his very self. He loved you so much. He didn't want to be without you for a second. So he said, I'm going to come and live inside of them. Isn't that right? Do you know anybody that loves you that much? I don't. I don't. My husband loves me, but he's not with me 24-7 every single minute of every single second. But God is. The Holy Spirit is. And he lives on the inside of me. And we're calling these programs, It's Not Over Till It's Over. Why am I calling it that? Because life is greater than death. And my guest has experienced that over and over in her life. And she's going to share amazing testimony with you today. And you don't want to miss it. She's unstoppable. And I want to offer you my book, Unstoppable. And it says, pressing through fear, offense, and negative opinions of others. Have you ever had either one of those three things try to stop you? They have definitely tried to stop me, and I had to push through. And that's why I wrote this book, because I want you to have some equipment. It's not all the equipment, but it's from my heart to you, to how you can be unstoppable. Well, I'm excited about our program today. So you stay with me, and we're going to continue. Friends, I'm so glad that you're with me today because you're going to be encouraged. I promise in the next few minutes, you're going to hear stories 
that are going to give you so much encouragement, strength to keep walking through difficult things and to be unstoppable. And I have with me a very unstoppable woman, and I want to introduce you to Heather Z. Heather, thank you so much for being on my program. Thank you for having me, Denise. This has been just an honor and a privilege, truly. Thank you, Heather. Spending time in the presence of God with yes. you, really. Heather, mm -hmm. you have given us so much, Heather, mm -hmm. through your testimony, through the power of God that's in you. I, I just feel like through these programs that you're just pouring out what God has deposited on the inside of you. And it, it's just blessing us all. And I just want to thank you so very much. And if you want to go to josephz.com, you can find out about their ministry. They are powerful, a powerful couple, and they've ministered and ministered for years and years and years. And just go there and see what I'm talking about. You will be very, very blessed. Well, Heather, we're talking about it's not over till it's over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, uh, we've already heard about two incidents in your life where it really looked like it was over. I mean, you died. You went to heaven. You came back. Yes. Uh, that, so it wasn't over. Mm -hmm. You were 12. I was 12. Then yes. your child inside of you was dead. Yes. And God raised that child. So it wasn't over for uh, Allie at all. That's right. Precious Allison. She's 22 years old. That's right. And today we have even more testimonies. Can you, can you imagine so many testimonies from one person? <laughs> she is packed full with the knowledge mm. of the resurrected Christ that lives on the inside of her. Oh, hallelujah. I'm getting excited already. So, okay, Heather. Yes. We're just going to start just a little bit with John chapter 11, where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. Now, the reason I'm starting with this is before Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, Jesus said, I'm going to raise Lazarus from the dead. And you're going to see today through Heather's testimony that the devil tried to bring death on her life. But Jesus had already said when she was 12 years old, oh, no, sweetheart, I'm going to be there with you, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> but you're going to see, of course, he's faithful to his word, this amazing testimony. So, Heather, so you and your husband. Yes. Um, you got married, and you had two powerful people, and they got married, and they're serving the Lord together, and then they have these two wonderful children together, and you were serving and serving and serving, and then something happened mm -hmm. when you were 32 years old. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that, Heather. So one evening, I was, we were ministering. And uh, I was really not feeling good and having some severe pains in my stomach. And uh, I just told Joseph, I need to go home. It was already at the end of the meeting. And so I went and gathered. So my it was really extraordinary. 
excruciating. It was excruciating. You couldn't ignore it. No, not at all. No, okay. it was ex almost doubling over. Okay. So I gather my children together, and because we drove separately, and um, I brought them home, and uh, I got home, and I was doubled over in so much excruciating pain, to the point that uh, Joseph came home right after, and I said something's wrong. I, I this really this is not this is very painful, and so uh, we made sure our children were taken care of, and we left and we went to the emergency room. We get checked into the emergency room, they check all my vitals and draw blood and do all the you know basic stuff when you come to the emergency room. And before I could even get, once I got immediately back, they got me back into a room and they said, we don't know what's going on with your stomach or why you're having stomach pains, but by your blood tests, you cannot leave. Um, we might have to do surgery immediately on you. And so we said, okay, well, what's, what's happening? And uh, so after they ran a whole bunch of tests, now it's 4 o'clock in the morning the next morning. It was a long night mm. in the emergency room. Mm. Finally, the doctor... And you're in pain the whole time? Oh, yes. Lots of pain. So by the time the doctor comes in, he just said, well, I'm so sorry. I have some very bad news. Um, Joseph you're going to need to say goodbye to your wife. I don't know how many days she has to live, but she is going to die. And He said those words. Mm-hmm. In front of Joseph and myself, yes. Yes. And so as we're sitting there, he began to explain that both of my kidneys were failing. Oh, no. That I had kidney failure and that the toxins in my body were so great that they didn't know how long I would have to live or that if I could live. And so he said, I'm gonna give you some time alone, and he left. Well, Joseph stepped outside of my room for just a moment, and he, he was streaming tears a little bit, but we have an understanding that your first response to any bad news is the most important. What you say out of your mouth and how you respond to it. So he went out and he didn't say a word. Heather, stop, that's a word for somebody. Yeah. Somebody, you needed to hear that. Heather, say that one more time. Yes, if you, when you receive bad news about anything, your first response that comes out of your mouth, life and death are in the power of your tongue, your first response of how you respond to that information is the most important. It's okay. vital. It could cost, it could, it, it could save your life, really. Okay. So he comes back into the room, and he didn't say anything, he came into the room, and because, you know, we'd been doing ministry for some time, he just said, I renounce every word that was just spoken over you, every word of death, I rebuke it, we bind it, and we do not receive that bad report. And then again, he laid hands on me, and he said, and you will live in Jesus' name. You will live in your body and not die in Jesus' name. Hmm. And so at that point, they just sent me home because there was nothing they could really do. They just had, I had to keep coming in for tests to watch my uh, levels. And so then some time went by and then at that point, um, I started to feel very sick again. And we were ministering and doing revivals at the time. And I just, I knew the enemy did not want us to, I mean, revival broke out mm. where we were at. 
and it, hundreds of people were coming and getting saved and delivered. And so I knew that the devil did not want us to continue that. So just as we were about to leave and get on a plane, I got really sick and was in pain. So I had to go back in again. And they instantly began to take me into surgery and they put a port in mm -hmm. so that I could be on dialysis. Mm. And I continued dialysis for about two and a half years that I was what, on. What is, so, some people probably maybe have even been on dialysis that are listening or maybe you know somebody, but would you just give us a tiny little description of what dialysis is and what it does? Absolutely. Well, first of all, a dialysis unit, for anyone who's been there, it is a hopeless scenario. It is a uh, no hope in these clinics where you go in and they hook you up to a machine where they put needles in your arm, that needles so big you can see through them, um, because what they do is they pull all the blood in your body, they take all the blood out of your body, they filter it through a big filter and cycle it back into your body about 70 to 80 times. So you're there like a part-time job to stay alive. So you're there for about four hours. So you are only living Mm -hmm. or those people on dialysis mm -hmm. are only living because of this machine. Yes, otherwise you would be dead. Oh my. Because your kidneys are not able to process the fluid in your body, so, or the toxins that build up to get rid of them when you eat or anything like that, so. So the toxins build up mm -hmm. and they just eventually mm -hmm. kill you. Oh yeah, some people will come in and in one session uh, after not being there for the day before, they could easily take about 30 pounds of fluid off of a person um, just from what they had eaten oh. the previous day. Because there's no release. It won't, it, your kidneys won't filter it because they're not oh. working. So it was a big filter for your body. And it takes out the bad toxins, but it also strips you of all of your good all the good things in your blood as well. It was a, it's a horrible, hopeless place, mm -hmm. and you were going three times a week? Three times a three week. Three times a week mm -hmm. for four or five hours yeah. sitting there? Yes, with okay. needles in your arms and tubes and all the things. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting. When you're done with a dialysis run, you, you go home, you sleep, and your mine was at five o'clock in the morning, so I'd go home and sleep the rest of the day and then maybe sort of feel better the next day. And by the time you about started to feel better by evening, even a little bit, um, you would almost, this fear would come on you and anxiety because you knew you, you would get insomnia because you didn't want to go to sleep because you started to feel good because, but you were also afraid because you knew you were going back in the next morning. Okay, well yes. Heather, now. Yes. I have good news. Yes, you do. Yes, we You're do. here with us. Yes, I am. <laughs> Something <laughs> must have happened. Yes. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, we went and we prayed, and um, there was a period there of during the first year where I was taking in a lot of teaching, believing God, but then I got to the point that I was seeing no change after a year, year and a half, and I got so angry and frustrated, and, and I got to the point that I didn't want to hear any more healing tapes because I heard them all. I could mm -hmm. quote everything. Mm -hmm. I could quote all the scriptures mm -hmm. and I finally I got so angry and frustrated that I didn't want to hear those anymore 
that I just said, what is it, God? What, what do you want me to do? What else? I know the scriptures. I know your word. I can quote every bit, and I know you've healed my body. What else do you want me to do? And he came to me, and he said, Heather, you know what I want you to do? And I said, what? And he said, get to know me. Mm. Get to know me. And I was like, what does that mean? Mm. Well, I had to be at a church service that night, and I went in, and I'm like, get to know me. What does that mean? And the worship is playing. The worship began to play, and in the song, the song began to talk about how I hold you in my very hands. Mm. And the Lord began to remind me of, remember when I told you I had assignments for you to do? Mm. And I told you, when you came and saw me, when you died as a little girl, and I told you that I would come to you mm. and I would remind you of this. And he said, Heather, I've got you. He said, don't worry. You're in the very palm of my hands. Mm. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. I have you in my hands. Wow. And he said, get to know me. So I scrapped everything I ever knew and I started to read about Jesus and my relationship and our relationship together, and I fell in love with Jesus. Ugh. So much that all the bad reports didn't even bother me. I would laugh. It didn't even faze me that when I would have a bad report to the point that it just, it was no big deal. And I continued on, and then I, received, I went and met a friend, and they prayed for me, and they said, I know something good's going to happen. I know something is, I know that something's going to happen. I, th I was thinking it was something else. We get home, and I literally, my phone rings the minute I get home, and it's my doctor. And I had five other attempts of maybe I could have gotten a kidney transplant because that's what I needed because of kidney failure. And they said, Heather, are you sitting down? And I said, well, no, should I be? <laughs> so now, now what? Yeah. And he said, we have a perfect match for you. And mind the fact, it was impossible, Denise. At, for me, for me, my personal scenario, transplant was impossible. Didn't exist because I didn't qualify because of my levels. He said, but we have a perfect match, and, we're, and you are scheduled this week to come in, and we have a perfect match for your kidney. Praise God, yes. <laughs> oh, he was doing miracles. He had you in the palm of his hand. He did. He was making everything okay. Yes. Praise God. His Heather. promises are yes and they are amen. Amen. And when he promises you something, that's right. He follows through on those things. He is a, a man, not a man that he should lie. That's right. He tells the truth. He tells he the truth. He was taking care of you. He was taking care of me. Oh, that's so fantastic. Yes. So, so Heather, mm -hmm. okay, so here you are. I mean, you're a healthy mm -hmm. uh, woman and with two children, amazing husband. You have a yes. ministry. Yes. And God has done a miracle in your body. Yes, he has. Absolutely done a miracle in your body. Mm -hmm. So, death... As I understand and as I listen to you, and I'm sure as our viewers listen to yeah. you, death keeps knocking at your door. Yes. It knocked at your door when you were 12. Yes. It knocked at your door when you were carrying your first baby and she was six months old in the womb mm -hmm. and God raised her. And then at 32, mm -hmm. again, yeah. death knocking at your door. 
That's right. <sighs> but every time mm -hmm. death knocked at your door, yes, Jesus answered the door. Oh, he was there every time. Every time. Even in my frustrations, even in my doubting, uh, he was there of saying, it is not because of what you do, but it's because of what I've provided for you. And, and mm. as I just continually, no matter how hard it was, you know, the Lord's with you even when you're crying, even when you're frustrated, he's with you. If you'll just participate with him and disesteem the plans and the ploys of the devil, and whether you feel it, you, you've, you've got to take Jesus's word above your feelings and your emotions, even though, yes, you're having real feelings. Yes, you have real circumstances on, but you can say, oh, no, no, I have a greater authority. And I would begin to take the Lord's word above my feelings, emotions, and circumstances. And because of that, and participating with him mm -hmm. and disesteeming the enemy, even he would tell me stuff like, you're going to die. They would come to me every week, Denise, and say, you're going to die. And when that thought would come to my mind, I would just say out loud, that's a lie. Nope, that's a lie. I have life and life more abundantly. And he is going to see me through. He saw me through the other things. He saw me through this. He saw me through this. He will certainly see me to the other side of this as well. Now, somebody's listening, mm -hmm. and you have had experience with the Lord, and you're in something right now. I want to tell you, he was faithful before. Mm -hmm. He hasn't changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's going to be just as faithful to you Right now, in this situation that seems impossible, he's going to be just as faithful to you as he's been before right now. Right now. And as Heather was saying, it's agreeing. It's agreeing with the power of God. It's saying no to our mind, to the doubts, to the fear. Mm -hmm. and, and you see, friend, he knows how you're struggling. Absolutely. I mean, he knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. He knows your thought when you haven't even processed the whole thought. So he knows right where you are and how hard it is. And, and I know I'm sitting next to somebody who was in a huge battle. But in the battle, you recognized him. That's right. That's right. You agreed with him. Yes. You agreed with his truth. I took his word above all circumstances. Absolutely. He and just wants us to agree. Yes. So I want to encourage you just for a second. I don't deny that your situation mm -hmm. is real. You can't deny that her situation was real. You can't deny that her miracle was real. But what was in between? It was faith. It was refusing to give up. You're unstoppable. She was unstoppable. She, when they said, you die, you're dying, she said, no, I'm not dying. I'm living. Did it look like you were living? No. No. It looked like she was dying. Mm -hmm. But look at her. She is alive as you can be and thriving in life and healthy and whole. Your problem 
It, may, it, it is real. But you see, her miracle is just as real as her problem. But what's in between? It's the faith. And I want you to stay with me because we're going to pray for you and to recognize what's on the inside of you and to agree with God that he can take you through. Stay with me. Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, she opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life. As only Denise can do, she talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom, and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful, life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Friend, I know that you've heard this testimony and you see Heather, she's as alive and well as anybody can be. You heard the problem. You see the miracle and to stay in that place of faith. Do you know that faith, and I'm married to the Greek scholar, but faith is actually a place. And so the place of the problem is real. The place of the miracle is real. But the place in the middle, that faith, that's a place. I'm encouraging you right now to stay in that place, to agree with God's power. And right now, we're going to pray for you. You're in that place of faith with us right now, and we're agreeing with you. Father, we come before you right now with our friend, and we agree with them to reach out and take your power, to agree with your power. The power of God is coming on somebody right now. To agree with your power. Someone's stomach is, is, is not hurting now. It was hurting, now it's not hurting. The power of God. Someone's believing for their vision to clear. The power of God is on you right, right this minute. We agree with you. You take a hold of that mighty power that's greater than any blindness in the name of Jesus. Heather, we have 14 seconds. Okay. 
right now in the name of Jesus. For those who are dealing with sickness right now, hope deferred. I speak to hope deferred that faith arise and your enemies be scattered. And I release peace over your mind, peace Ooh. over the anguish and peace over the torment. And I say, be healed and be made whole by the fire of God right now in, in Jesus, Jesus name. name. Amen. Friend, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for being with us, Heather. Thank you yeah. so much. You, and you, you're amazing. And I'll see you on the next program. was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.